0: There actually is a healthy version of arguing and it doesn't have to be a bad divisive thing. What's up? What's up? Awesome people. I love you so, so deeply and I'm so thankful that you have joined us on the Have You Heard podcast I'm your host, Emma Mae McDaniel, and today my incredible husband Josh is joining us, and we are going to be talking about how to argue well. Really interesting topic, but I think all of us are going to learn from it and be blessed by it. So friends, grab your headphones, and let's get into the word. Josh, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. It's good to be back. It's yes. good to be back. It's always fun being here.
0: I love it. <laughs> I think before we even talk about like how to argue well i think there's a really big elephant in the room of acknowledging the fact that like why are those two words even put together like many people may think how can you even argue well because there's such a negative connotation Mm -hmm. with the word argue so i just feel like it would be cool if you kicked us off and talked about how like there actually is a healthy version of arguing and it doesn't have to be a bad divisive thing
1: yeah well, I think it's funny that you'd have you'd have to talk about that there is a healthy version or arguing, mm-hmm. because that means that the way we just view arguing, or just bickering, or just whatever between two people is automatically negative. Um, no matter what the way you look at it, and the no, no matter the way you put it, we see it as negative. Mm-hmm. So I think whenever we really take a step back and look at it. I think we realize have to kind of take off a little bit of our own past experience or maybe past knowledge of the word arguing and think, oh, wait, okay, why am I arguing? Mm-hmm. And arguing, it's I truly believe it's a beautiful thing because you're able to come together, even in conflict, mm-hmm. person to person, and work it out. Now, how we do that... Mm-hmm. And how healthy that can be done is where we get the positive and the negative. Yeah. But the fact of arguing itself or or discussing, I know some people are like, oh, we don't use the word arguing in our family. It's like, okay, use whatever word you want to, but it's the same, it's the same action. Mm-hmm. You're coming together as two people with opposite sides, opposite points of views, and you're coming to find middle ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and how can we do that healthily is healthily. In a healthy way, I guess you are saying, is where we can find the positive aspect of um, of arguing, and mm-hmm. not to beat the bush even further, but like we see the negative sides more than we see the positive sides, so that's why we just associate it with that. Mm-hmm. So, how can we kind of change our mind and and see it more as a positive thing? How can we come together as a team and solve a puzzle?
0: No, I so agree, and i I think what's so cool about how God made us is that he made us for relationships. Mm-hmm. Like he made us yeah. to be in community. He made us for unity. And so I really do think that there is this, there can be, I know I've experienced in my own heart, like this fear of conflict or maybe this like bow up, prove yourself in the face of conflict oh, and pride, yeah. or like in the face of arguing. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, I love that you said that, that it can be approached actually in a healthy way and can actually bring people closer together when navigated mm-hmm. well. Not all the time, but mm-hmm. it can. And I mean, I say that from personal experience. Like I've had, like, like I said, experience of fear of conflict, mm-hmm. but I had this situation with a friend one time where she said something that came across in a really hurtful way to me, but I was like, I don't know if she actually meant it that way mm-hmm. i'm gonna go in a big old head spiral if mm-hmm. i don't like talk this out and get clarity and yeah. so i it was so it was such a fearful thing to approach for me but i had the conversation with her and not only did i get clarity from it but also we ended the conversation with her saying like emma i love you so much more like i mm-hmm. feel like our friendship just went deeper because i know that you're willing to talk about the hard stuff with me too Yeah, which was such an encouragement to me because like we're talking about arguing can sometimes be seen as such a negative thing, but it Mm. actually can bring people closer together if approached with maturity
1: and love. I don't even think arguing is unavoidable. Mm -hmm. Like you we're all created on this side of heaven. So in an unperfect world, we're all created in an unperfect world. And in Psalm 51, it says that we are conceived into sin. So, we're all sinful, everyone before us is sinful, and what we're going to be doing further is sinful. So we have selfish tendencies. But I think, I mean, you'll you you you'll hear couples or you'll hear friends that we never argue. We never, I'm like, you never argue. Yeah, we just, we, we're so good, we work so good together. And I think that's so funny that you would associate like we don't argue that we work good together mm-hmm. like i think it's like man i argue but we argue well because if you don't argue there's someone's not being fully truthful there mm. now again i'm not saying all glory be to arguing <laughs>
0: yeah
1: but because it's still it should be avoided
0: mm-hmm. like you
1: can still avoid it prematurely yeah. but the fact of the matter is there will be times that there is disagreement and how can you come about it in a in a positive manner in that way. So, Emma, I guess since you asked me a question, I'll ask you a question. What are what's just a practical way of looking at arguing and looking at the relationships I have and all the arguments I may have in that and how do I how do I just approach it well if I if I'm disagreeing with somebody?
0: Oh, there are so many things that I could share i think the first thing though that comes to my mind is something that your mom told us as premarital advice and that was seek to understand Mm -hmm. not only to be understood which i think has such a heart posture of love because love is not self-seeking and i And approaching an argument or a difficult conversation with a lack of love whenever I'm focused only on myself when I approach it like so I know we talk about this all the time but in James 119 where James is like be quick to listen slow to speak and slow to become angry it's like being quick to listen and Mm -hmm. Um, I was listening to a sermon recently and the pastor was talking about how love is curious. Hmm. And that was a quote that I was like, I'm just tucking that in my pocket. Hmm. I want to always be curious and assume the best of who I'm with Hmm. and be quick to hear them out. Like treat others the way you would want to be treated. I know I would want to be heard. I would want to be... Like, I may not be fully understood, but I want someone to seek to understand me. And so, in return, I'm going to do the same Mm. is is something that comes to my mind, which is just, like I said, just very loving because it's very selfless and really requires putting away pride, putting away probably what you want to do first in the moment because sometimes in those moments you just want to prove yourself, you want to defend your side, Mm. all of those things.
1: I, I know. I think that verse in James really does... It's, it's scripture's little like manual to mm-hmm. how to interact with people and especially in those disagreeing moments when a conversation needs to be had, yeah. um, being quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to be angry. And I think approaching those moments, if there's somebody out there that, <clears throat> excuse me, if there's someone out there that I, I, that we're disagreeing on something and usually those moments pop up whenever we're not planning it Mm -hmm. but i think if we can kind of memorize that verse of like okay when when these moments pop up i'm not gonna come in and i'm not gonna just tell you this is my opinion this is how i feel actually you know what i'm gonna raise my voice just to make sure you hear me that this is how i'm feeling Mm -hmm. it's like no i'm actually gonna i'm gonna take a pause even if I need to take a breather, like a literal, like, one second, okay, let's yeah. go do this. And I'm going to, I'm going to ask you questions mm-hmm. and I'm going to, I'm going to seek understanding. I'm going to see, okay, where did, where did you come? Where, where, where are you coming from in this argument? Because yeah. um, you know, I'm supposed to treat others the way I want to be treated. And I want to be listened to in an argument. I wanna be, I wanna be heard. I want like, man, you don't you better see it my what my way because my way is the correct way. And so like I wanna be heard in that. So what am I gonna do is I'm gonna hear other people first.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know what? There's gonna be times that I may be hearing other people and they may not be hearing me. You know, there may be people that just keep on talking, mm-hmm. and then keep on talking, and keep on talking. But I, I like in those moments. I, I mean, I have a hard time with this because I'm very opinionated, but I, <laughs> I struggle with this the most. But like being able to still listen in those moments mm-hmm. and be still and let it come out, however, however angry they may be, or however, whatever opinions they may have, let them talk. That's fine. Yeah. Ask them leading questions. Man, so this is what you just said. Why is that? Mm-hmm. So this is how it's feeling. Why is that? And I'm not going to... Well, they were not being quick to listen and slow to speak. They weren't doing this. So I started speaking mine. I mean, it's like... I mean, we're not parents. But like if if there's a two-year-old, I have a niece and a nephew. Mm-hmm. If, the, if my niece and nephew are, are throwing tantrums and they're just having a fit of a day, I'm not going to go and get on their level... So that they will stop having the fit, or they'll stop having the the tantrum. No, I'm 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 an adult. <laughs> like I'm gonna be even quick to listen, slow to speak. And that I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna remain where I'm at, and I'm not gonna jump in the fire with them, just because that's where they're at, and they're not joining me over here in Cool Springs. Like yeah, I I'm going to remain cool, and I'm going to listen, I'm going to speak. Because the beautiful thing about it is that no matter what argument it may be the truth always comes out mm-hmm. and who knows, maybe that person's going to speak them their way right into what the truth is. And maybe not. Maybe there is actually clarity that will come from whenever you listen to them
0: mm-hmm. and whenever
1: you seek to understand and not be understood. So I think that's a beautiful little thing Well, not on a little tangent, but that's how yeah. I felt.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love that. And I think it's really cool. Like reading so many different verses throughout scripture about how we are to clothe ourselves with humility, clothe ourselves with love, clothe ourselves with patience. Be yeah. kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another. I, like, scriptures like that are so repetitive mm. all throughout the Word of God, and I think that that's just such a sweet thing because it is true that in those tense moments, mm-hmm. it's easy to forget those things, yes. to let your Absolutely. flesh take over, to let the enemy get a foothold and put those things to the wayside, and it it really does take intentionality of like you know what this may be difficult but i am denying myself mm-hmm. and i'm going to walk in step with you holy spirit today and mm-hmm. i pray that whenever i am wanting to make sure my opinion's heard like yeah. i i just pray that you would help me to seek to understand this person and yeah. so yeah i just i, I think that's so powerful mm-hmm. and i think too from another side of it I, I've experienced this a lot, but I think this is also speaking to the person who may be afraid that, like, oh, conflict is so bad. Like, I want to avoid confrontation mm. at all costs. Like, yeah. I want to be the couple that never argues because I never want to <laughs> have to deal with it. You, like, easily put things under the rug. I more easily can do that. and
1: Which is funny because I'm the opposite. Like, so, you, you, you don't like as much conflict and... I mean I'm not I don't love conflict but, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't it's mind. It's not
0: it. as hard for him to have sure. difficult conversations and it's actually been so good for us because we've strengthened each other yeah, in really how nice. to like argue well and yeah. how to be a peacemaker and also not avoid conflict and how they actually go hand in hand sometimes yeah. like you bring about a lot of peace when you actually talk about the hard stuff yeah. sometimes but i i really wanted to encourage the person who may be a big apologizer because mm. this has come up for me personally whenever me and josh have arguments mm-hmm. and that is The difference between humility and apologizing over and over and over again. So there is a difference between having a heart posture of humility. Like when Josh comes to me and he's like, hey, like when you did this, it really came across this way or it really Mm -hmm. hurt my feelings. And to humble myself and say, wow, I really feel awful or i really want to defend my point of view yeah. and yeah i can share with him oh my goodness like this yeah. is actually where i was coming from but there is such, so much beauty about acknowledging i'm so sorry or yeah. i'm so sorry that that made you feel that way but where it kind of goes a little off is 15 minutes later whenever I've apologized. We've had an incredible conversation of clarity. And I'm now apologizing for the fifth time. Like, Josh, I'm so sorry. Like, and now I'm apologizing for things like I don't even need to apologize for. Or I'm apologizing for the same thing I apologized for 15 minutes ago. And I don't know if you listening or anything like this, but I want you to know that your apology holds weight. And typically, Mm -hmm. whenever I'm apologizing for the fourth or fifth time, it's coming from a place in me where i'm not actually trusting josh i'm Mm -hmm. actually afraid of what he's thinking of me afraid that he sees me differently afraid that we're not okay Mm -hmm. afraid that his forgive you like i forgive you maybe like didn't have as much weight and i need to hear it one more time and so i that is just something really personal from my heart that i've been learning lately that Mm -hmm. whoever needs to hear that i hope it encourages you that like your apology holds weight and you don't have to go apologize a fourth or fifth time out of fear. Like there comes a point where you've apologized and you have to trust your person and say, okay, we've got to move on because Mm -hmm. now we're at a point where we're letting the enemy rob our time Mm -hmm. and we're really wasting time.
1: Yeah. I mean, it reminds me of, uh, the podcast we did a couple weeks ago on forgiveness Mm -hmm. and it's, we had even a, time that we talked about like okay once you forgive someone you have to trust that forgiveness if you're being forgiven or if you're the forgiver mm-hmm. at that point like the healing has really started to take place and forward motion begins and so for the same thing of literally i'm sorry uh-huh. means I'm turning back from where I am and I'm going the direction 180 let's go that direction my bad reroute I'm sorry
0: yeah
1: but it doesn't make sense to I'm rerouting I'm rerouting I'm rerouting oh wait, wait, wait. no I need to reroute one more time like it's like uh-huh. no that is that's the same thing and for me to be able to just or honestly it's more you forgiving me, but if for you to forgive <laughs> me in those moments, it's like, okay, I've she's accepted the apology. Mm-hmm. Oh mic just <laughs> fell. She's accepted the apology mm-hmm. and she we're moving forward. And yeah. so I think that I think that's just the the beautiful aspect of the forgiveness and, and the apology. And I think to take it back to one thing you do really well is that being slow to speak and quick to listen, mm. and I think it's so good because you assume the best of people, and I think that's another practicality of it—a practicality of 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 being a good arguer, like of being able to, in a healthy way, have these tough discussions, is assuming the best of the person. Yeah, is being able to come into it and not. If maybe maybe there's a you got a bone to pick with somebody, maybe someone said something about you and you're like, oh, <laughs> I'm not I'm not letting this happen. You don't go into them and saying you did this, you did that. How dare you? You you messed up here, you messed up there. Like, no, I'm gonna come to you and be like, hey, you know what? You may have not even noticed this, like, and it's okay. But whenever you said this or whenever you did this. This is how that made me feel. Is that what you were meaning for me to feel that way?
0: Such a different approach.
1: Like and honestly, it's hard because before you approach someone, you have to pause. <laughs> you have to take a step back and be like, you know what? I, I need a I need a I need a breather real quick. I need to take a second and then I can approach of this is how it made me feel. Yeah. This is how it came across. Is that what it meant? Mm-hmm. Because I I didn't think that's what it meant. I did not think that's what you were trying to do, but this is how it this is how it felt.
0: That's so good. Assuming the best of people really does require trust. Like, mm-hmm. okay, Josh, I love you and I trust that your intentions were like so good coming into this, and that's yeah. the posture I'm going to come into this conversation yeah. having. Um, you talked about something a little bit of ago that I thought was really good, and I'd love for you to expound on it. You were talking about like very briefly, while we are talking in this podcast about arguing well and how healthy arguing is not bad it actually Mm -hmm. brings about strength it's proof that we're human we have different points of view we have miscommunications we have disagreements that need to be navigated like it's actually when navigated with maturity it's a beautiful thing but you're talking about how you don't want to go looking for conflict like you don't want to be a pot stirrer so while you don't want to be afraid of arguing and you want to approach it with confidence and realize that it's not bad can you talk to us a little bit more about like what does it look like to not like look for it and not just be a nitpicker where you like like everything is a problem and you have to talk about everything someone did wrong because then that's i think is on the other side of the line
1: absolutely and i think man because you were talking about how you can be sometimes afraid and i can sometimes not run towards it but you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i think that's where i'm still learning that today because there's times that my opinion does not need to be inserted. Hmm. And arguments come from casual things. Arguments don't... I mean, they can. But argue th- arguments very rarely come from these Hollywood moments of, of whatever happening and then it all going down. They come from very casual things. Of if if Emma's cooking a meal and I'm like, "Oh, you need to stir just a little bit like this. You need to do this." And I just keep on correcting and keep on correcting. And then that's where arguments come from.
0: We've had an argument about Literally that. Literally
1: like that. So that is straight I was like, Josh, from my memory. please
0: let me stir. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. And sometimes my opinion is not needed surprisingly <laughs> enough. I I have still figuring that one out. But I think in those moments it is taking a pause and being like, "Okay, is this something that is actually needing to be said?" Mm-hmm. And so being aware and being that emotionally mature and yeah. that awareness maturity That's kind good. of having like, okay, is this something, is this a trigger point for someone? Mm-hmm. Is this something that is, uh, that will kind of set them off? You know, like some people are like, don't talk politics around them. That's okay to not talk politics around them. Maybe they're just not mature enough to to handle those conversations or don't talk XYZ topics around them. I mean, there's a billion topics out there that people have trigger points over. That's okay not to bring that up. Not to be able to stir the pot with it. It's not like, well, I need to be able to talk about everything with them. Well, you can talk about everything with them, but just realize that it may lead to a more difficult style of a conversation.
0: Have wisdom and yes. consideration when starting a conversation. With exactly, people. exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Make sure you're not just running into every, every door like a bull in a china shop. Just trying to start arguments here and there or just trying to state your opinion here and there but be quick to listen slow to speak and always ask questions Mm -hmm. questions 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 how did that make you feel why did that make you feel what did i do that came across that way like and continue to seek clarity because Mm -hmm. whenever you seek clarity that person will feel comfortable enough to seek clarity as well Mm -hmm. and then they will want to so all that being said is don't be a bull in a china shop and Mm -hmm see that there are some conversations that don't need to be had with certain people that they they can still be had because you can still have tough conversations in hard ways or excuse me in in a healthy way Mm -hmm. you can have hard conversations but yeah yeah let's just be let's just be smarter let's be let's let's slower to speak yeah. gosh people
0: I, I i think that's so good and something that we can all mm-hmm. continue to grow in and not only like difficult like certain conversations not having them with certain people just having wisdom yeah. but i think also too like you were saying like stirring the pot in the kitchen like there are yeah. also some little things i was like okay yeah that bothered me a little bit but like yeah. is that really necessary to bring yeah. up to this person right now you know yeah. um like Letting, uh, being like a duck and letting things roll off your back a little bit easier. And I I just feel the need to say this too. Like we're talking about how arguing well um, and being quick to listen and being like having a heart of curiosity, letting that person feel loved and heard and known Mm -hmm. and um, being patient and seeking to bring peace in the relationship through having difficult conversation. I just, I feel like this is, well, duh, but I think sometimes you can do all of those things exceptionally Mm. and the person on the other end of the conversation still may not receive it well and still may not want to engage in conversation with you and it may feel even more awkward than before you started the conversation and so this this podcast is not like a promise of if you do all of these things and arguing well like your relationships are going to improve 1000 Mm -hmm. (laughs) percent no it's just this is what it looks like to be a follower of christ like we are compelled by the love of god going back to our forgiveness podcast like Mm -hmm. we are compelled by the love of god therefore we love people we're gonna be patient with people we're gonna make every effort to live at peace with everyone being holy as our father is holy being curious with people wanting them to feel heard treating them as we want to be treated Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day they may still hate you they may still have like could have no care in the world about engaging in that conversation and I think it goes back to what Josh was saying is don't let their response or your assumption of what their response may be Mm -hmm. determine how you treat them or determine whether or not you engage in being a peacemaker engage in being like a lover of them um again i feel like that's a duh but i i think it's just sometimes like a reality bringer of like no people are people and we we can't like Guarantee everyone's response in every conversation, but we can guarantee how we are going to navigate them between us and the Lord and we're going to be accountable for how we treated people and Mm -hmm. for the posture of our heart before the Lord and How they respond how they navigate it is between them and them and the Lord.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right I mean going back to what we said at the very beginning of the podcast Mm -hmm. Everybody has arguments Everybody has disagreements If you're a man, if you're a woman, if you're black, if you're white, if you're Asian, if you're uh, Hispanic, if you're whatever, if you're Buddhist, if you're a Christian, if you're if you're atheist, if you're young or old, if you're you're human, everyone disagrees.
0: Yeah,
1: it's unavoidable, and that's why this this conversation is not about how to avoid arguments, how to stay away from them. It's not that it's how can we kindly in a patient manner argue well
0: mm-hmm. yeah i i i think this is just an everyday encouragement and also i i had this one other thing written down to those of you who easily get afraid of conflict i just wanted to have a little heart to heart you have a little journal set aside
1: for those people (laughs) i do i have
0: a little journal um because i have a lot of journal entries about how i've been journeying through that um i talked recently about humility and how that's not the same as being apologetic over and over and over again unnecessarily Mm -hmm. i wrote something else down regarding humility and I just wrote this down. Humility doesn't mean lack of confidence. Humility is not timidity. Humility is not trying to keep the peace and just agreeing over everything, pushing your feelings and perspectives under the rug. Humility doesn't eliminate honesty. And I think sometimes we can really get those things intertwined with each other of, oh, I want to be slow to speak. I want to be a peacemaker. I want to be humble. And therefore... Mm -hmm. I really have this strong thing on my heart that I, I really need to share with you, but because it's yeah. going against what you're saying, I just really want you to be happy. I want you to see me in a certain way. I don't want this difficult conversation to continue because mm-hmm. it's awkward and hard, so I'm just gonna put it over here. And that's not healthy at all. And I just wanna share with you, if you're like on the side of maybe t- afraid to take that risk and being honest and being vulnerable with your, with your people in those difficult conversations i just want you to know like i'm on the other side of that Mm. and my closest people have told me emma i am so thankful to know what you're thinking i'm (laughs) so like you just helped the conversation progress forward so much quicker because we're able to have dialogue together and so i just want to encourage you in Mm. that that humility is not timidity and you can be honest with your people Mm. and it's not it's not rude to be, no. be honest of course there's a way to communicate it that's a whole mm. other rabbit trail but like humility is is confidence mm-hmm.
1: blessed are the peacemakers
0: mm-hmm. it's not, different than a peacekeeper
1: that's exactly right. it's different than a peacekeeper it's not trying to be this person that's like it's like a goalie mm-hmm. like a keeper on in soccer i'm trying to keep everything out of, out of this net and like no, no no it's okay yeah but i'm going to be a maker of peace Mm -hmm. so it's beautiful how can we practically do it i mean we've got to be quick to listen slow to speak and slow to be angry and let us assume the best of people Mm -hmm. let us go and ask questions let us go and seek clarity and let us not let us not tuck away from conflict but let us also not bull in a china shop Mm -hmm. into conflict let us be wise in our conversations with people let us be critical thinkers on how we should have this conversation and how we can go about it yeah you know
0: man i love when you're on the podcast
1: (laughs) me too me too
0: guys we love you so so much and hope that y'all have an incredible week we hope that this conversation blessed you got you thinking and um blesses your relationships as well i love y'all so much and we'll see y'all next week